Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And now, it's Cho time! In the tiki 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 hut, in the tiki 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 hut, all the birds talk Disney and the listeners swoon. In the tiki 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 hut, welcome to our enchanted hideaway. You lucky people, you. If you weren't listening, starting right away, we'd be out of an audience too. In the tiki 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 hut, in the tiki 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 hut, in the tiki 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 hut, in the tiki 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 hut. Hello and welcome to Enchanta Tiki Talk. This is episode 259 for the week of October 7th, 2018. So Keith is not available this week. So what we did was we decided to bring a friend on the show. And that friend is based far, far away. Not in a galaxy far, far away, but in a land far, far away. David from the UK. What's going on, David? Yeah. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good. Thanks for coming on. No worries. No worries. It's uh. Thanks for inviting me over. It's, it's uh, you know, it's a, a pleasure. Yeah, you're welcome. So, why don't you tell our listeners out there a little bit about your love of Disney, how it started, um, especially being you know from the UK. Uh, I, I, I guess you're not necessarily exposed to the the, the same Disney mania that we are here, but uh, just curious to know how that started. Yeah, sure. When I was um, obviously growing up, I was sort of always used to watch Disney movies, you know, always was interested in uh, in the new films and that, and like growing up, probably watched Robin Hood a lot when I was uh, younger, but I met my wife um, 10 years ago uh, this year, and um, and sort of for some unknown reason, we decided for like, our first holiday up in about, I think it was 2009, we decided just to go to uh, California, and I still don't know why, <laughs> um, <laughs> but we just, we went headed over, which is quite away from here, and um, we arrived at a hotel, and there was just a, a big, um, like a big sign, big picture of Mickey, and it was like you know, visit visit the Disneyland Resort, and we were like so interested straight away, and then just there and then decided to get tickets, cost us a fortune, and um, we went to the park in in Anaheim, and it just started there really, and it's just grown and grown, and we sort of. We don't get to get to go over there as much as possible to like Orlando as much as we would love to, but you know we try. But we've got Paris here nearby as well for a quick you know visit. But yeah, it just started from there really, and it's um, it's continued. And we've booked our vacation for next year in September, so we're still starting to plan a little bit now. Yeah, so that's interesting that you went to California not planning to go to Dis- Disneyland. You just kind of just went i think it's interesting that you just went to california but that's cool. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we just we kind of just picked it out it's just one of them places we thought oh we'd love to go to california and you know, see what the uh, see what it's like over there and um obviously we knew knew new disneyland was there in anaheim because we picked anaheim to stay and um but we never like intended to 
like get swept away how it was you know as soon as you walk in the park it's just like it's it's, it's just a west it's just magic and it's um you just get completely taken away with it so was hollywood all you ever dreamed of <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was interesting like i say it was, <laughs> there's parts of it you think yeah i'm sort of um i'm in you know beverly hills wise and that and then other parts you think well this isn't what it looks like in the movies but, no uh, not at all no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's but yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah, but yeah, we'd love to go back over to Anaheim one day, but it's a it's a fair a fair trek from here. Right. Yeah, because you have it's what a seven hour flight just to the east coast here. So then you're gonna throw in another five hours. So it's a twelve or twelve plus hour flight. Yeah, I think when we did it, it was about thirteen when we yeah. went over oh, to, wow. to LAX. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a long time. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it sort of it takes you um takes you a, like a day or so to get over it as well, like right. the time difference. Yeah. I think time is about eight hours as well, isn't it over there? Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's quite a a serious trip, you know. Right. All right. So with that, uh, Steve, why don't you tell us what's happening in the world of Walt Disney World? Okay. Uh, what we found is uh, surprisingly on October second, some price increases. And the price increases were for uh, service fountain drinks, bottled water, some snacks. So you're talking about now a regular soda fountain drink going from three twenty nine to uh, three ninety nine. Bottled water, which was my uh, go to uh, when you're talking about trying to go under fifty dollars, from a three dollar a bottle now it's three fifty. The uh, Dole Whip uh, has increased. Uh, from four ninety nine, uh, from four forty nine to four ninety nine, and the pineapple float as well from five forty nine to five ninety nine at the Aloha Isle. So I know I know that hurts you, and I, I know that hurts Keith a lot too. But uh, Mickey pretzel ice cream all went up. Uh, very surprising, and uh, I'm sure there'll be other increases taking place around the restaurants as yeah, well. That's some pretty steep price increases. I mean, you know, you would think. Maybe a twenty-five cent increase. Maybe that's I, I can understand that, but a lot of those items are fifty cents. That's a big jump, especially when it comes down to soda, because that fifty cents they're spending—that's an extra fifty cents in profit. Their their costs for soda didn't go up fifty cents. We know that. Yeah, I mean the the syrup doesn't cost the, the syrup doesn't cost that much. I can't imagine it going up that that much. I even can't imagine the paper goods going up that much for the. Uh, for the cups, right, and you also have to remember is that they're not going—they're not distributing straws or the cup, the the tops anymore. So why the price increase? You're saving money now, you know. Yeah, and the Mickey pretzel—you're talking about a buck right there. Right, uh, that's such a big jump. Just for an increase, it's a big jump. Yeah, uh, but if you're looking for mimosas in the morning, you can now get it. Be our guest restaurant has decided to start serving alcohol for breakfast and lunch. Yeah, you have a choice for breakfast of your uh, Be Our Guest Peach Bellini. You have uh, mimosa, you have a little red sangria, you have a little pink grapefruit uh, drink. So uh, it's now increased to that. And interestingly enough, again, two sides about alcohol, but alcohol is now served pretty much everywhere in the park. Well, alcohol is a good thing. Alcohol is not a bad thing. <laughs> Especially in the morning. I, 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 yeah, I mean, as Bob Iger said about the question came up about Disneyland, he believed that, you know, he believes in tradition, but uh, the 
the sale of it's not going to break anything or not going to break the the the, the back of the uh, the company no. of what it is. No. Uh, Tomorrowland Speedway closes January second to get ready for Tron, so it'll probably be closed for about good six months at least. And Peter Pan's Flight, which everyone loves, is going to be down for uh, some refurbishment from January seventh to February first. And for those who drive uh, to and from Disney De- Disney World, Magic Kingdom. The flyover is going to be complete October 16th. Now, the northbound flyover took people to the resorts. The southbound flyover will have a larger impact because that is where buses come down okay. and on World Drive. So they'll be able to, instead of having to make the right turn uh, to go in front of the Magic Kingdom, they'll be able now uh, to go straight down World Drive and uh, head that way. Or they'll be going down to Victory Way. Uh, excuse me, Victory, and making the left to go to the back way to Port Orleans and and the other lo- locations there. So that'll be a big uh, that should be a big help uh, as uh, to get re- as the Magic Kingdom finishes each night. Right. Yeah, and and it gets ready for the fiftieth anniversary. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's the big news. All right. Not bad. The Tomorrowland Speedway that's gonna hurt a lot of parents with their young kids, especially people who've who've uh, remember doing that as a kid themselves and they want to take their kids there and have them drive for the first time. So, but at least it's sticking around. I wish it would just change it out and put something else in there, maybe electric cars, but uh, Hey, it's still there. Yeah. Still a lot, lot of options in that park. Well, they'll be changing the, the they'll be changing the structure of, of uh, the, the pathways right. uh, to make way. So you never know what other changes they might make, which we don't know about. Cars have been seen here uh, from from uh, other locations, so maybe they'll change over, maybe they won't. But it's a good opportunity for them to make any major changes at this point. Right. Yep. Good point. How how, how do you guys feel about the um, the Tron attraction? Just out of interest. I'm looking forward to it. I think it. I think it's. I you would have obviously people, other people who've been on it would uh, would know but i think it could be a lot of fun and it's a it's a thrill ride which i think magic kingdom kind of desperately needs for the teens yeah yeah it's i don't like that they're bringing up an attraction for another from another park it but i mean it, it's i think it'll fit in really well and like steve said it's it's good for the the younger the the, the teenagers and whatnot so i think that's a good thing and the, that park needs more attractions and, and and more to do. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that because they have so many attractions, but it just needs more people eaters, you know? Yeah. Would you have liked to have seen it like um, uh, something similar to Space Mountain and then like its own design rather than like an IP like Tron, which is not, you know, maybe not one of the more popular against the younger generation? I would have liked anything original that they had they have never come up with before but that's not the world of disney that we live in anymore you know everything is ip based which is a shame because i think you kind of it granted in, in some respects i going ip works for for some things but for others it doesn't i i think they need to bring some more originality back in there but i applaud them for putting a, a tron attraction anywhere considering that tron really isn't that popular you know in, in the grand scheme of things yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. So with that, let's take a quick break. 
a dazzling place I never knew. A new, fantastic point of view. No one to tell us no, or where to go, or say we're only dreaming. Let me share this whole new world with you. So oftentimes, those of us in the States often take for granted just how lucky we are to visit Walt Disney World. So with that being said, how would it be or what would it be like if you lived across the pond and visited Walt Disney World? So this week, David from the UK is joining us to tell us, you know, what it's like just to do that. You know, when it comes to planning, uh, what kind of deals they get. So we're curious. I, I know oftentimes that you guys end up getting better deals in the long run, but I think that comes down just because you guys end up spending a longer time than the average person here in the state. So it's interesting to 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 see where your thoughts are on on that and and what it's like visiting because you have Disneyland Paris. You know, was it an hour and a plane ride, an hour and a half plane ride, something along those lines? Yes, about um, we can get a. The plane or the train either way the, the distance is pretty short yeah so i mean you have options you can go there or you can go to disney world but of course i think you want to go to disney world because it's just warmer <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> definitely sun. yeah yeah and uh yeah the um the one of the main things as well like for myself and the wife notice is the, the crowd is very different as well in paris i mean europeans are quite different people I find to Americans you know I find it easy a lot easier to talk when we're over in America we always get in the conversation with people it's you know it's it's really easy to start having a, just a, a just a chat I mean you just sit and grab a beer and end up talking to someone about anything whereas in Europe it's you know it's there people are quite quite straight to the point almost they're not, not really interested in other people what they think we're doing <laughs> right and, now is that hard to it, adjust to getting you said just how friendly americans can be um i think some people are quite shocked by it you know some people would take it like are quite surprised how like sort of um how easy it is to strike up a conversation with people whereas in europe they just people just keep themselves to themselves and i think as well in the difference in is like queuing and things you know queuing in america we find quite disciplined in that most of the time it's like you know if there's a queue for a character that's like outside Whereas in Europe, people tend to sort of try and push in a little bit and get in any way they can, and that and it is it is quite different. It is quite different in Paris. Hmm. Yeah, the queuing thing, I didn't I didn't think that was ever an issue over over there. That's that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's not um, like a major, but it's just it's, it probably happens over there as well. But things like the nighttime shows, you know, you could be stood there, you've got yourself a great spot, you've been stood for an hour. And in the last five minutes, come someone with a child on their shoulders just kind of stands right in front of you, and you're like, "This is not right." Right, <laughs> happens know? here all the time. Yeah, oh, it happens. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> so I know that you, a lot of times when you're going to book, you're going to book for for two weeks at a time, just because of the long flight, the the time change. So yeah. with that, how much of your time when you are you strictly a, a Disney? parks person or do you go outside the, the parks yeah i think um i mean i can't speak for others but i think when a lot of families 
certainly me and my wife we've come we've been with just two of us we've we've also been with like a group of like five and then a group of six and you do try and well because you're over there for two weeks you try and get everything you can in as much as possible you know so like you know if you we do the visit the park up the road um and obviously sea world as well and last time we were there we went to the kennedy space center which was the first time i've been which i found was excellent i really enjoyed that day out hmm. But yeah, you do try and squeeze it as much as possible, like, to do get everything done. Like, last time we went, we tried to get lots done, and then we had enough days left where we could sort of take it a little bit easier and, and start to enjoy the, like, the things that we enjoyed the most and go back and revisit a few parks, you know? Right. What do you enjoy? What, what, what uh, you're talking about the difference between uh, Paris and, and Orlando. What about the rides? Would you have a preference? Um, there's, um, I think there's more options in Orlando for sure. You know, you, you've got four parks as opposed to two. Well, Paris has got one and a half parks, really. But I think the thing, the Paris is a very beautiful looking park. You know, it's got, it's, it's really well designed, but ride wise, it's kind of quite, it's, it's got the, a few like Space Mountain is, you know, it's very different to the one in Orlando. It's got a launch, um, Pirates is is obviously very good still, but then it's got has no like Splash Mountain, for instance, which I think is a miss. <clears throat> and is yeah, things like that. Now, would you think are water rides like that popular over in the in Europe? Um, we have a couple over here in the parks in the UK. Um, unfortunately, when you go on them, you spend the rest of the day shaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, but yeah, uh, I, I miss them. I, I enjoy the water rides. Um, the wife's not so keen, but I, I enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> now, often I know a lot of people when they come over from the UK, they often will won't stay on Disney property. They will rent a house, especially with uh, if you're with a group of people. What yeah. are your thoughts on on you know house rental versus just staying on the Disney property? Yeah, I've um, I did stay in a house quite a few years ago there now that was one of the first times I went um, the, the only thing that I would say is that if, when I come over to Orlando I, I've just got no interest in driving over there so obviously if you have a house you have to hire a car and that, that's certainly not something I really enjoy doing you know yeah because you uh, guys drive on right. the wrong side of the road <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know you, you in like changing gears and open the, opening the door at the same time but, um, <laughs> yeah I um, yeah I, I dry, actually drove in California and it was um, it was one off the bucket list you know hired a Mustang drove through California but uh, it's not something that I'd really be interested in doing again <laughs> I lived out there for two years it was not something I really wanted to do out there either <laughs> <laughs> well, you I actually was, drive I was, in California or you just yeah. <laughs> I like bumper cars. Right. Yeah, I couldn't work out why people were beeping me when I was like sat at a traffic light turning right. I just couldn't work that out at all. <clears throat> yeah, because I, I don't know what California... I mean, there's some states where you can't turn right on on the light, but uh, some some places you can. Most places you can, but I mean, maybe you just weren't accelerating fast. Like, who knows? No. But yeah, like um, going back to the point... Um, I, I, we've, we've stayed off-site as well. We stayed on International Drive before. We stayed in Buena Vista. 
and then most recently we stayed on property and it's um I understand why people like have the option if they're not as big fans as Disney you know to go to the other places somewhere like I drive but for us staying on the property you know being in that little bubble having the transport there that was like part of what made the holiday you know less stressful less things to worry about so we really look to stay on property now if we're ever going to look to go back you know yeah so how stress i mean how stressful is the vacation <clears throat> considering you're coming over you're spending money it's a long yeah. flight yeah. uh do you get to relax or do you do you feel that you're just trying to get everything done uh, it's a good question because sometimes it does feel like you just want to get everything done and you're sort of rushing around a lot but especially when you're in a group of you you know but like you say it's you know it's eight hour flight so sort of you tend to get there early afternoon early evening sorry it's about five-ish I think last time we got so it's a five hour time difference so you've got to try and adjust yourself try and stay awake for that evening and then the next day is you kind of wiped out a little bit so your first day is you're pretty tired in my experience um, so you kind of like we always try to do like a bit of a slower park day that day you know maybe go Epcot walk around World Showcase you know try and take it a bit easier and then sort of you know second day you've got a bit more bit more energy and you can really start to concentrate on it but it's, it's obviously when like you guys know you, you have to book now for reservations and things and to try and plan out two weeks of reservations and you know how quickly sometimes things can go fast passes right. and restaurant reservations mm -hmm. to sort of you get to that second week and you're not quite sure where you want to eat and the places you want to eat are sort of gone and it is you kind of got to really plan it out in that aspect so right now also there's a lot that we do on our phones yeah and sometimes the wi-fi in the parks are not great it, do you have do you, have you found problems with that C you know coming over from uh the uk using your phone um when we came last time um it would have been two years ago okay um and it was fine using our phones we got on with it really well i think it must have been pretty new there the um the disney app mm-hmm at that time but we um yeah we found it really easy to like really handy to book fast passes on that we ended up using it quite a lot but i, um, I imagine it's changed quite a lot since uh, in the last couple of years i mean mobile ordering seems to be a hit and things like that yeah yeah i haven't now i haven't been to disney in almost a year at this point so i don't know what how the the wi-fi has been in the parks i know it's always been spotty oftentimes for me and oftentimes i need to come off the wi-fi and just use cellular so Hopefully, you know, being you being from the UK, you don't want to be getting the, incur those data charges. So no. you really need to no. rely on Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. And it seems the parks they it's, it relies on the apps quite a lot now. Am I correct? Sort yes. Of, yeah. So yeah, you need that Wi-Fi, especially with coming from over here. Right. Yeah, especially now that they're moving over, even some of the que from the interactive queues, taking them and moving it all to the uh, Disney Parks Play app. Yeah. So, David, I know that you guys often get some incredible deals, and one of the deals I know that's going on is, I guess, I think it's through 2019, you guys are getting free parking, and it wasn't, that was a huge uproar, I mean, we all know it was a big uproar, but I I think it took a little bit of time to find out that you guys were allowed to get free parking with the deals for 2019, and that can be a deal buster for, for, for a lot of people from the UK, just because they do stay off-site. Now... Yeah. 
is in, in terms of that, if you were to rent a car and stay off site, would that be a, a big issue for you? Uh, first of all, I thought you took the um, the parking charge news really well, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, um, um, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think so. I think for some people to, to not have to pay, you know, that is is a real bonus, you know. But um, I, like I say, I'm not really, I don't really have much experience in driving over there and parking over there. Even like, you know, it's not really something I haven't have done before, so I don't really know too much about it, if I'm honest. That's all right, because you're, a lot of times you are better off just staying inside the bubble you don't have to worry about drive especially from the uk because i've been i've been over there a few times and i did not want to drive i didn't want to just take that chance yeah just you know because you're you're you have your instincts that you're used to doing something a certain way and if something happens you know everything is completely backwards so i'd never wanted yeah. to take that chance being over there so i can understand that yeah and when when i mean i mean certain providers like um travel agents i mean the one we booked through the last few times i'm um, we book through um they sort of give if you're welcome pack when you arrive at orlando we were staying on site and they actually give you um like excursion prices as well to go to the other parks and they right. will pick you up from your hotel in in disney so i mean the options are all there so. what i think is awesome is that you guys get memory maker with your tickets over there yeah that's yeah i've got that written down yeah i was gonna say we got um so we're coming over for two weeks. So we buy a, a two-week ticket, um, which is includes park hopper. So you can literally go in and out of as many parks as you want every day, and it comes with a memory maker. Um, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. That includes the water parks as well. And that's, oh, oh wow. wow! I didn't yeah, know that. So yeah, six parks, um, two weeks. Park hopper, memory maker, and that comes in next year at five eight five dollars. Wow! So, wow! Fourteen, 14 days, six parks with that. Holy cow! Wow! Yeah, it's four hundred and fifty-two pounds. So it's, I think it's five hundred eighty-five dollars. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So I mean, but I understand why they're doing that, just because if they didn't offer if they didn't offer deals like that, it's going to be a lot harder for you guys to come over here for the length yeah. of time that you are. So you're going there for fourteen days. But you're going to be in there. A lot of times, you're going to be in the restaurants for 14 days. So that's where they're sort of getting you is in the restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and coming over for 14 nights as well, staying on Disney property. There's, right. You know, you're paying for 14 nights in a Disney hotel as opposed to like if you guys go over for sort of four or five days, it's it's quite a lot of difference in price, I guess. Yeah. So, so let's talk about food because. You brought up the restaurants. Uh, uh, food is actually quite different, I take it, from uh, at least a lot of stuff from the UK. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, Disney World snack? Yeah, Disney World snack probably is... Um, I quite like a Mickey pretzel, i got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so when they put, now they put the prices up, it's not good news, but... Uh, yeah, I quite enjoyed a Mickey pretzel and um, even grabbing something like a churro whilst watching sort of Fantasmic and that is something that sort of we quite enjoy doing. Now, did and you had, get free dining with your uh, your trip for next year? Uh, we, we stay in at a uh, value, so we only um, get the free breakfast staying oh, okay. at value. 
Okay. So the free di- yeah free uh, dining came with the um, moderate and then gotcha. yeah deluxe was the uh, um, sorry the um, quick service was moderate and then the dining was deluxe. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. your feeling of the UK pavilion in Epcot? <laughs> Authentic you know, enough or not? Do you know it's it's abs- it's absolutely ridiculous because we, <laughs> no, no, honestly we you, we go every time we go to Epcot you you go right you know last time we were there it was food and wine you sort of walk around World Showcase which is one of my favourite things to do I love it you walk all the way around and then you get to UK and you just go into the pub and have a beer and you you sort of you stood in the middle of Disney World and you think you know what I'm English I'm stood in an English pub and you know well. <laughs> An imitation English pub where all these other places to eat. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Every time. That's funny. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think the UK Pavilion is great. It's, uh, and I love the Rosen Crown. It's, uh, you know, can't help but go in there. I know you guys are quite fond of the fish and chips over there, yeah? Oh, I love fish and chips. Love them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've had I've I've had authentic fish and chips from you know the UK. I've gotten it in the in the newspaper somewhere in London. I don't remember where it was, but uh, I've had yeah. it auth- the, the authentic version. And it was good, you know. Just I, I don't really care as long as it's tasty. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, true. Same thing with the beer. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's new beer coming on over there all the time, isn't it? it was, I was quite surprised how many ales and that I, I saw when I came over. Oh yeah, because the micro brews over in the states are huge. You can, I have, I don't know, four micro brew places within a half hour of my house that I can go to. So, wow. you know, it's just quite a few. Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty popular. It's, uh, it's sort of a a hit in a lot of ways, and a lot of restaurants carry different beers. And Disney tries to to put new ones out because I know what with Steve, what the Boathouse has switches them to. The boathouse, the boathouse has a good, uh, good number of them. There's usually a lot of the, a lot of the places, even, uh, even the showcase, the restaurants at the uh, Epcot, have very good uh, beers geared towards their country. Right. Yeah, I've, um, I've heard quite good things about the Baseline Tap House in Hollywood Studios. Great place to go to. Nice place. Uh, some good. Uh, some good alcohol there cup some good beer uh it's very you feel out of the way which is what i like about it 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 does feel like an oasis when you get there right because of the music because of the surrounding area Uh, at this point you're not getting a lot of crowds because there's really nothing past there other than uh, muppets 3d so uh, you you really get to enjoy the uh, the flavor of it there california music it's all relaxing I like it. They have some good beer selections. When I was there last year, I thought it was—I thought it was good. And like Steve said, it wasn't that crowded. The only thing I didn't get to do was try any of the food. Food's okay. Not that. Nothing to write home about. If you're having a beer and you're just having something to snack on, it's fine. There's right. really not much else there. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's any other major points that we need to uh, jump on. Cover food, tickets, uh, transportation. You get Magical Express. You know you 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 have a long flight, so uh, you know that that was sort of covered. Um, anything else, Steve? I uh, 
ju- I'm just curious. Uh, you, you were talking about how friendly people are. Uh, a lot of it probably has to do with your accent. Uh, it, it's just something different for people to start a conversation with. And is there are there basic questions or like that you every time you go there you you get you get asked all the time? Uh, yeah, he, uh, we've been, we sort of got sat down um, uh, waiting for Fantasmic when we were visiting uh, Disneyland. And we got sort of talking to some uh, some local people there, and they sort of started very, um, you know, like started asking for certain things and what we called certain things, and looking for new words, and and uh, yeah, it was just like you hear in all the stories, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to know, so I think uh, the word jumper was one of the ones they were most surprised with. Have you heard okay. of a jump a jumper? Anyone yes. heard of a jump? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, they were quite surprised by that. I mean, but uh, yeah, I think um, when we were there, uh, as boring as it sounds, it, it, politics was one of the um, questions that came up. You know, one, oh, of the first thi- one of the first things that like, we were asked was, "Oh, how's Brexit going?" And it was like, "Oh man, jeez." Oh, <laughs> it's like, where on earth do you start? It was, you know, at the time, right. it was, right. it was your election as well, and it was, um, it was just chaos both sides of the water. Right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, that gets a good a lot of conversation. Yeah, I try to avoid any kind of political talk anymore. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, <laughs> especially at Disney. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was just when I was sat down having a beer as well. It was kind of... <laughs> it's just so when... you want to relax a little bit, and you get that. Yeah. <laughs> so when you meet other people from the UK, do you kind of like give them the hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it depends where they're from. Ah. <laughs> no, you, you kind of, um, yeah, when you see someone from the UK, it's like, oh, you're sort of where you're visiting from and that. But um, I don't know, it's, um, I just want to, it's like more interested in talking to you guys, than here, if I'm honest. <laughs> we get to see English people all the time, but it's just right. really, in- <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's interesting to, you know, hear all your guys' different um, opinions on things and yeah, and it's it's just nice. It's nice to talk to people from a different country, you know. Right. Oh yeah, I agree. I like is visiting any, other countries. Is there anything that surprises you uh, when you when you visited? Uh, what about the people or the, about the people or or the rides? I mean, is there any anything about Disney World that you just were like, wow, that's just strange? <laughs> I think the. Um, for people that haven't been there, like in my family, and like you can never quite explain to them like the the size of Disney World. You know, I think they sort they don't really can't really grasp like how big right. it is out there. You know, um, whereas like our parks over here, you sort of just got the park and that's it. Whereas over there, it really is like its own little sort of city as such, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's something. You know, every time I go over there, you've got like these massive free yeah. I mean that's one straight away when you're on the sort of motorway or what's freeway, highway, freeway. Yep. And you li- you driving down this you know five lane six lane motorway and then all of a sudden you see the big sign in front of you and you're like wow you know that that gets you every time and you get people you know trying not to crash into each other or taking <laughs> pictures and, and uh, but yeah that's you know I, I love that part of it you know you really know that you're there once you go through them gates and. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. 
Uh, David, I want to thank you for coming on. And uh, everybody that comes on the show gets to do the, the Tiki Lightning Round. And Steve asked one of the questions for the Tiki Lightning Round, so I'll come up with another one. And that was a uh, favorite snack. But uh, uh, first question is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, probably from childhood wise, I'd probably have to say Robin Hood. Favorite character? Uh, Jack Sparrow. Uh, let's say your favorite um, cold treat. Oh, um, there's got to be a Mickey bar. Your favorite Disney park? <sighs> Epcot. Uh, and your favorite Disney memory? Uh, favorite Disney memory? Oh, well, that's a that is a tough question. Um. Favorite memory is, oh man, that is really tough because it's like you know, it's, it's, uh, probably the last time we went, you know, on, we were on our honeymoon. Um, we had uh, reservations be our guests, and um, we sort of didn't really know too much about it. And we arrived at the Magic Kingdom like just as like just before rope drop, and we managed to see the um, the welcome show. Mm-hmm. And that that really sort of set the day, you know, first day in the Magic Kingdom, you know, and it was like emotional before you even went into the park, and that that's probably the biggest thing that sticks out on that holiday. You know? Nice. All right, uh, David, is there? Yeah, you want to uh, tell the people where they could find you on Twitter if they want to friend you, ask questions about the the UK, ask about Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we are banned from Brexit. It's not, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm only on Twitter, at, um, David Coffin Seven. That's it. I'm just. That's all I'm on. All right, great. Thank you for coming on. And uh, that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stro- stroller and crib rentals at KingdomStrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out the store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us at Facebook at a channel Tiki Talk, Instagram at Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. If you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream. MouseWorldVacations.com and MousePros.com. And you can find Keith on all social media at Dole Whip Daily. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. And don't forget to check out DisneyDiary.com for your latest news. I want to thank uh, Steve for joining us and for David coming, staying up extremely late to uh, talk Disney with us. Um, this evening and morning for him so with that alan take it away thanks for listening this week for sean and keith i'm alan and this has been enchanted tiki talk aloha so one of the funny things you're talking about is the uh, the differences in, in words and <laughs> one of my friends who you know over in the uk they were over in disney world they're on splash mountain right and yeah. They're getting off Splash Mountain. He's my friends with his brother. And the woman stands up and she goes, my fanny is all wet. <laughs> my friend's brother starts laughing hysterically. And the woman's just like um, thinking, uh, well, I just said my fanny. And he's just like, and my friend is smacking him, telling him to stop. 
He's like, what? What was going on? He goes, you don't understand the meaning of the word fanny, do you? <laughs> fanny, fanny over here is a little bit different than the fanny over there. So um, yeah, <laughs> the, it's uh, it's like when I went to Ireland, I found out what hidden Mickey means. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com, for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.